across America the song of freedom rings the song is growing stronger every day it tells us when we listen to the message that it sings let us lift our voices we can make the choices we will make the most of all the best that freedom brings third shift is the one who brings us choices reaching out across quiet revolution has been taking place. More and more, both parents are working and raising families. Life seems to be moving faster than ever, and Americans have rediscovered, are redefining what's really important in their lives. They want third shift in their personal life, in their business life, in the goods they purchase. Americans want third shift. Third shift brings the choices you've been looking for in giving you the right to choose we're offering much more by holding to traditions yet changing with the times choices and selections choices of directions choices that can add a little freedom in your Shift is the choice of America. Third shift gives you choices every day. That's the third shift. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. It's episode 300. 300. Episode 300. We're here. As always, we made it. You knew we would make it. Maybe you didn't. I knew it. You knew it, Eric. I'm pointing at you. Mm -hmm. But we're here for episode 300. It's me, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt, and I am pumped for the show, as I always am, but more so because it's episode 300, and we're going to do something a little special later in the episode, but... First, I gotta throw it to my wingman, my bro host with the mo host, the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringer, the beastmaster of Third Shift. It's Eric, and he's here to start the show. You can't start any episode of Third Shift any other way, but 300, it's got to start exactly this way. Eric, please, for the love of God, tell us how your week was. Hey, oh, so I just kind of talked about my week in the What You Play and uh, episode, you know, but only those who love us the mostest would know what we even said or talked about in that particular episode. And I'm not going to elaborate because you know what? Head on over there, throw a few bucks our way and you'll find out. But I will say this because it's part of the rigmarole. As you said, I played some Strange to Paradise 
this week. I'm moping. I'm sad about it because it's the last boss and he keeps beating me up. It's not fair. I shouldn't keep losing. And you know what? There's an easy mode for that game. I could just go click, click, put it on easy mode. And I refuse to do it. I will never do it. Don't clap your hands. I'm <laughs> clapping my hands because thank God there's an easy mode. Now I can have no problems, no troubles when I play it on stream. I'll just be like, I don't care. I'll even put it in the title. Easy mode run through. Easy mode run through. I have the tag casual playthrough. That's what mm-hmm. I put on everything and chilled. So I can't be casual and chilled if it's kicking my ass and I'm mad and I'm struggling. So it's, yes, easy mode for me. Woo! I'll tell you what. It was not that hard. It, you, you've heard me bitch about this game before, but it hasn't been that hard. Once you learn things, you get it. But this boss, holy moly, he's tough as nails. He don't play around. He's melee in your face. You get back, he's pumping spells all over the fucking place. He doesn't stop. No matter what, he doesn't stop. It is up to you to make sure you're dodging, parrying, absorbing spells, absorbing attacks, doing what you got to do. All the while making sure you're putting damage down on him. Otherwise, you're just going to do this song and dance for eternity until he whittles you down into nothing. So, very difficult. The other day, after I cried and whined about this on the Watch Plan, I was like, I'm going to do this. I got this. Tonight, I don't want to play this game, but I'm going to do it anyway. So, I gave it a solid go. And I finally got him past the 50% marker, got him down into the, you know, second phase, got him like 40-ish, somewhere in that percentage, but that was the best I could do. It's the best I could do. I kept getting there with like one one or zero pots left, and that's just not going to cut it because, hey, hey, have you ever played a video game before? Hey, do you ever know like what a boss does after his, he goes into his second phase, the ultra phase? He goes to sleep. He goes, That's, oh, oh he takes a nap. You guys beat me up a lot. Yeah. Oh, hang up. Oh, In reality, isn't that what should happen? You get your butt beat a bunch, and then all of a sudden you're about lackadaisical and you can't really fight real well. Yeah. That's not what happens in video games. No, they go crazy. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, I remembered I have these ultra ultra spells I didn't use before. I forgot about them. Here we go, and now I'm going to use them. And then these extra attacks. Oh, I'm going to do all these, too. It's wild. It's doable, but it's wild. Gosh bless, I'm telling you. Ugh. Stranger of Paradise, I love you, but I hate you. I do, I tell you. And of course, didn't play Elden Ring, didn't play a lot of other games that I've talked about usually. The only other thing I did start, as I mentioned before, is I got back in that Destiny Ring map. I did it. I got back on the map, played some Destiny again, having a good time with it, actually. It does feel good. It feels good to get in there, but it feels real good when I'm playing with, as I always said before, and it's just it's you know the same now. When I'm playing with Jared or uh, or my sister, etc., it's a lot of fun. Then by myself, it's good to get on, and I'll do like a couple quickies, you know, a couple little dailies or something. But then after that, I'm bored and I don't want to play. But man, oh man, I'll tell you when I got on, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you're you're you know you're playing again. I'll come help you." Had a great time, you know, popping through a bunch of Pinnacle Gear quests, things like that, getting geared up, watching the numbers crank up. And actually going through some of the story, which is really good. Uh, admittedly, I'm pretty lost because I've skipped, obviously, the last, like, two or three expansions. But I'm not an idiot, so I can kind of catch on and, be like, fill in the blanks, you know. I'm like, oh, okay, well, the queen must have done this. Savthun's obviously been beat, da 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 so on and so forth. So I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time with it. Uh... Me sticking to it is 100% dependent on whether the family members, etc. play and hang out. So, we'll see. And uh, beyond the video game realm, real life, well, just hey, you know, 
try to make some uh, movers and shakers, get things done for the show. But uh, unfortunately, uh, people they didn't do stuff, so that didn't that didn't that didn't pan out. And uh, we didn't do nothing in real life. You know, same old crap, soccer, you know, real life stuff. Nothing crazy. I didn't see no movies. I oh, last but not least, you know, I did do the Kings Island. I think I mentioned that before, but. We're uh, about to have family come up here, so the house has been real chaotic getting ready for that. And we're going to show them a good time. And that's it. That's what I've been doing, man. That's the whole time, plus lots of stupid stuff nobody wants to hear about. What about you, buddy? Well, I literally can't think of a single thing that I did this weekend. I can't think of anything. I think, well, like, we ordered pizza, and that was good. Mm-hmm. I haven't had pizza in a while. I've been craving pizza. Delicious. So I had some pizza. Everything was great. So there's literally nothing in the real world to talk about, except for, I should have just started with this, but I go through a funk with podcasts sometimes. I listen to a bunch of podcasts, and I fall off of a bunch. I went, man, what about some of these podcasts I used to listen to? Let me try them out again. And I try them out, and I go, oh, okay, this is why I fell off. But one of them I listened to was a Retronauts podcast, all about Street Fighter Three. I was listening to it, listening to it. I'm like, all right, yeah, I remember Street Fighter 3. That was pretty cool. And then this and that and hemming and hawing about the gameplay and stuff. And I went, okay, well, I'm probably going to turn this off and delete the podcast. And then they went, but man, in Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, that music was banging and bumping. And I went to YouTube and I pulled up the OST. And I was sitting there at work having a crummy day. And I put one headphone in. And instantly I was transported back to playing that on my Dreamcast and cranking the sound up and just going, oh yeah, this is it. So I was that man at work. And then I instantly went, you know, I bet I can buy this on the iTunes store. I bet I can buy the CD, search for it, bought it. That's all I cruise to in my car now. I'm just like, yeah. And they have the extended mix of the, the character select countdown stuff. Oh, it's just, it's just magical. Everywhere I go, I'm just rocking out. I'm just having a great time. I'm just moving. I'm grooving. I'm back in the year 2000 or whenever the game came out. Just yeah, this is it. So that's my real life thing. I found an OST to a game that I played ages upon ages ago, and I'm just having an awesome time listening to it. On the video game front, I've literally played two games this week, one of which is Animal Crossing New Horizons, which I play every day, and it's always fun, and it starts my morning off right. I should start playing it after I get home. When I get home and I'm mad and work is dumb, and I can just be like, ah, animal friends and peace and, and love and harmony. But the only other game that I played this week, I played it last night. Otherwise, I would have had nothing to talk about in the video game section. Final Fantasy IV, Pixel Remaster, did the Mysidia stuff, the Mount Ordeal stuff, went back to Baron, did the thing with Palam and Porum. You know what I'm talking about. If you know, if you don't know, catch the stream, twitch.tv slash thirdshiftme. And I said it before, and I'll say it again, gosh bless, that game goes faster than I remember. Okay, I remember getting to Mysidia, going to Mount Ordeals and like leveling up in between there, going all the way to Mount Ordeals and going, oh man, I used a bunch of MP going all the way back to town and going up Mount Ordeals and going into it and going, oh man, I'm using a bunch of MP and going back to the Chocobo Forest and refill my MP and then going back up. It's like four screens long. So all I did on this playthrough was just go up it and then I went down it and then I'm back at Baron and I beat Kainatsa within like three turns. I'm like, what, what is going on here? It's so bizarre because they said the English Final Fantasy II version on Super Nintendo that we all played was easy mode. They turned all the difficult stuff down and made it too easy. I remember it being hard. This is easy mode. Like, I don't know what's going on. But it's still a blast doing all the voices. I'm having a great time. If you watched watched that broadcast, 
There's a special new Twitch emote. Oh, it's your boy, Matt. I'm a Twitch emote. I'm in there. You can use me. Come watch me and then use me and be like, yo, it's Mattception. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Everybody should join us there. Give us a free Prime sub. Give us a follow. It costs barely 30 seconds of your time. Do it. It's great. You should indeed do it. By golly. Oh, and you know, today, Matt, it's the 300th episode. It okay? is. And we said we'll talk some more about it later. You know, we'll have a little fun with it. But we decided to skip games, you know, games coming out this week. So we're not going to do that this week. Because, because something else happened today. Did we plan it to be this? No. No, we didn't. It almost feels it like we happened. did because it's so perfect. It does It does feel like it because it, it, it is perfect. But I swear to you, the listener, we did not. We're too stupid to plan things like that. We are really just way too dumb to actually coordinate and plan things like that. And I feel like this happened with 200 also. Like yes, it did. Something, it, it was like, oh, if we delay it a week, which we have on accident, also it falls in perfectly with whatever. But here, Summer Game Fest, it was here today. Happened. We were Woo! watching it desperately, trying to squeeze in any kind of bits we could at work. Like, mm-hmm. But I have two full pages of notes because there's too many games to talk about there were a lot of games a lot if we went top to bottom we'd be here all week so i'm gonna say just start cherry picking some i got stars next to some i got two stars next to one of them Mm -hmm. grab something eric talk to me okay first and foremost i'm gonna start from kind of the top callisto protocol yes we already saw it but we got to see the glenn what they're calling the glenn schofield edition more blood more gore more violence more craziness and on top of that in that trailer with more gore, more violence, more everything, we got a gameplay preview. We got to actually see the game being played. And I was just sitting there just gritting teeth, tooth to tooth, just going crazy, man. I was like, this is Dead Space, but not Dead Space. They're, they didn't even, they weren't even like, nah, we'll, we'll try to change it up. They went, nope, this is our formula. We created this. They can go suck it. We're making a game with these mechanics, the stomp mechanics in there. You got all your different guns, doing all the different little abilities, able to pick apart pieces off the bad guys. It all is there. It feels exactly like Dead Space, except for in this entirely new universe. I am so excited about this game and the fact that it's coming this year, even though it's like at the you know the tail, like the literal tail end of the year. I can't wait. Just seeing more blood, more stuff in that trailer, and then seeing the gameplay, and it just looking, sounding, feeling exactly like Dead Space did. I went, oh, I'm so... Yeah, there's, I don't need to see a single piece of anything else. I will just be buying... This game's going to be pre-purchased uh, probably this weekend, and that's going to be the end of it. Yeah, I watched this trailer, and I went, ew, gross. I don't like this game, but Eric will be happy. Nah. I, all the other Dead Space people <laughs> will be very happy. I will be happy to watch you get murdered in disgusting and innumerable ways. Oh, yeah. When when he got caught up in that turbine, it's just like, and you could just see the panic as he was like, it's like, oh, my gosh. I think that's one of the things I don't like about it. I already screwed up. I don't need to see myself torn up in a bunch of weird ways. I don't like that about Metroid Dread, too. You get caught by the Emmy. I got to see that every time. Anyway, whatever. That's, that's just a me thing. But you went with a you thing. I'm going to go with a thing that could be mm-hmm. for both of us. But it's definitely 100% absolutely for me. Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. They showed off Casey Jones. I've never Casey been a big Jones. Casey Jones fan. He's a cool character. He's never been my favorite character. 
But the best part about this trailer, other than the fact that it looks beautiful and it sounds fantastic, like I feel like I've seen bits and bobs of it here and there. I don't remember it looking this good, and I never remember it sounding this good. I was bumping to it in my headphones at work as I was trying to watch it. Near the very end of it, because the very end was another special thing, they said, oh, by the way, six-player co-op, local and online. And I went, look, it's a fun side-scrolling brawler I can play with my buddy Eric because we cry and we bemoan River City Girls because we couldn't play yes. that co-op online. And we can now, but we, but we couldn't then. Well, true, yes. But this, we can play co-op from the start. And if we're getting too drunk, open it up. Let four other morons come in and make mm-hmm. me be completely Curious. unable to parse any of the action because it's going to go absolutely nuts. But then the best part, the very end of that trailer, oh, it's also coming out. On the 16th. It's coming out next week, on Thursday. Next week. Oh, yeah. Just like so many other games here that were talked about and revealed on all the shows that we watched. But that got me so excited, because I'd I'd had this kind of in the back of my head of like, eventually that'll come out and it'll be cool. Now it's coming out next week, and it will be awesome. I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited about this one. It just brings back all the nostalgia, everything you ever wanted from a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Mm Mm-hmm. I've played them all, me and James, and, and specifically, you should just sit at his house eating Jolly Ranchers, drinking Coca-Cola, Pepsi, you know, slushies from the quality dairy near our house. That is our childhood. That's just doing that. To have a game now that me and you can do on a Friday night, mm-hmm. drinking beers, having a great time, eating our Doritos, chomping in the mic, drinking the Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so good. And then, like you said, the best part, man, is just – all right, well, man, they're kicking our butts. Hang on a second. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, here's some people. Look, they're carrying us through. We don't got to worry about it. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> or, as is usually the case whenever we play with other people, they're even worse than we are, and we're freaking drunk. That's, what the oh hell is going that's, on here? That's bullet storming it to a T right there. <laughs> <laughs> These guys suck. Oh, what's happening? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're making this even harder for me. I don't want to play this no more. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that that was definitely a nice one to look forward to. And now, before I, I switch over to any other thing, I got to mention the other game, man, that you're not going to probably play, but you might. And this one I'm curious about is Routine. Mm-hmm. Because it is got that whole Dead Space vibe going. However, it's got a lot of alien isolation yes. thrown in there. Yes. I feel like this one's going to be closer to that than it is to Dead Space. But it gives me vibes of both. you know. And I was like, this is for sure something up my alley. And I was like, man, maybe Matt's going to like this too. Because it looks like those freaking robots are going to kind of be like... You know, doing the weird, the ring stalking you, and just mm-hmm. like a, you know, as as the freaking thing shows you, just oh, you turn around because you hear it, and it's just, eh. <laughs> I was like, oh god. I mean, they did like almost a whole horror block because right before it was Fort Solus, which looks more dead spacey, mm-hmm. and then Routine hit right afterwards, and I was watching it. There were a couple like monitors that were like big and chunky, and I went, "Is this Alien Isolation Two? Is that literally what this is?" And then they showed the gun, and I was like, "Okay, it's not." But it had all those alien isolation vibes, and I absolutely loved my time with that game. So if it's if it's more like that, like sneaking and hiding, and and you know maybe little bursts of action, and not so much like look at me get it ripped apart type of stuff, 
Uh, yeah, I was I was excited for this, and mm-hmm. I love robots and weird technological future type stuff too. So this one was this one got a little star right next to it. That one got a star next to it. Look at that! I picked it out, man. I gotcha. I was like, nah, I know Matt might like this one. I don't know. I'm thinking this might be a, a duo. We might actually both play this and get to talk about it for once. Mm-hmm. And speaking of something else that we might both play and talk about. It's a game that you, I swear to God, you told me it was already out and it came out and you you played it 100% and you did it. And it's Witchfire. And I went, that is not what that looked like. No. Before. That is 100% no. not it. <laughs> I remember us it. talking about it. You went, where's Witchfire? Oh, no. Maybe it was GTFO that you were talking about. But I yeah, still don't. GTFO is the one that came out and we never played together. I still don't believe that's out. I still don't believe that exists either. But It <laughs> exists and you won't play it with me. <laughs> But Witchfire had an awesome trailer, and I watched it again right before here as we got on recording it. And there's, I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks like fun. I'll just say that right off the bat. But there's like five seconds at the first half of that trailer. I mean, it was like the first quarter where the character runs and slides and then it's like it does a jump and like an air dash. And I went, I want more of that. I don't want more of this shooting because the shooting looks good and the shooting looks fun. But I want to know the sliding and the moving and the jumping and the air dashing and the spell stuff that was shown off. That looked fantastic. I can't wait to just be – maybe there's like different tiers where you go more shooty or you go more agile. I want to go all agile and just be flying all around the place. That looked awesome. I got so hyped and I was watching it and I was like, is this that Witchfire game? No, it can't be because that came out. Eric, I swear to God Eric no. said that. And then it said Witchfire and I went – Okay, maybe it's not. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. No, Witchfire's the one. That's the that's the loosey goosey. We've been looking for that game for a hundred years. As as freaking Jeff said himself, 2017, we got a glimpse of that game, and then it just disappeared. You go to the website, it's like, hey, we're working on the game. Mm-hmm. That's it. For five years, uh, we're just working on it. All right. I could swear to you, I thought this was a dead game. I thought this was a game <laughs> that was never going to see the light of day. And that we just got our hopes up and thought was so cool back in 2017, and it was just not going to happen. And here we are, 2022, once again, seeing more of the game. And as you said, man, when I saw the main character side-strafing all over the place, avoiding the attacks, Mm -hmm. and then doing that cool ice attack or whatever the hell it was, and then just pounding them with the bullets and taking them out, it had me. I was like, okay, let's play this game. Yeah, I'm down to play this game. Where's it at? And what did we get, Matt? Nothing. Nothing again. Just, hey, we're still working on the game. Witchfire is pretty cool, guys. I went, what? You said that in 2017. But now... It's see, 2022. I'll, I'll <laughs> give him this much, though, because obviously it was running on a... Had to be a way different engine, way different graphical... Not graphical style, but you get what I'm saying. Way worse graphics before. Now it looks like the A-tier hotness. So if they had to go from Unreal Engine 4 to 5 or whichever the numbers is and go from one platform to another platform and somebody gave them an SSD and they went, oh, let me use that and do-do-do, I get it. But I'm excited for it. I, I want to see more. I want to know more. I want to play it sometime in my lifetime. I definitely want to play it. I've, I've been for it since the beginning. Since 2017 when it was yeah. first revealed, I've been waiting to see this game and play this damn game. Now, of course, you already mentioned Force Solace, so I won't go into uh, much about it, but I will say that's definitely interesting. It's right up my alley. Like you said, it's another Dead Space-like, but maybe more exploratory. I, I, I kind of get the vibe of it mm-hmm. being a little more looky-looky instead of just killy-killy. But uh, So we'll leave it at that. I want to mention real briefly the potential that uh, one I skipped over, the Alien Dark Descent has. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
And I don't want to get too hype here, though, because, you know, a lot of Alien games kind of disappoint or just are a flash in the pan and go away. I want this to be good. I want an Alien game to be amazing. And Fireteam Elite, I heard, is pretty good, but not good enough to where it's caught everybody's attention and we're all on board. Alien Isolation was neat, but it was a singular little thing. I want this game to be the alien game, the one that everyone plays, the big, you know, like Star uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You know, that, that brought everybody together. Everybody played that one. Now everybody knows a Star Wars game. It's good. But I want this to be that. But it hasn't shown me enough yet to where I'm like, okay, I can get on board. They kind of just did their little trailer where the dude's talking to the dead people. He knows he's already screwed, but he hopes somebody else will hear it. And then they showed, like, just a fraction of a second of, like, some gameplay. And I was like, well, that's completely not enough to where anybody understands what the hell this game is or what it's all about. I want to get hyped for it. I want to be with it. I want to get on board. But I definitely am going to be cautiously, as you always say, optimistic about this one until I see a lot more on it and kind of get the general hype around it uh, closer to its release. Yeah, I'm on board with that with you. Same things. I love the feel of the trailer. I love the style of it. Like you said, he knows he's screwed over. He's kind of narrating his last words to all the people who are also screwed over and dead. But it was just a trailer. It wasn't gameplay. So I, I put myself at a distance from just CGI trailers. So when we see stuff, maybe it'll be another co-op game because there's a whole squad and stuff. I'll, I'll be interested to see what this pans out to be. But a game I'm already 100% sold on. I'm just... The more they show, the more I just eat it up with a spoon. Street Fighter Six. it kicked off the presentation. Guile was there. The new guy was Luke, wasn't his name? Luke, maybe? I don't know if that's him or not. Something like that. But seeing old Guile in action, seeing his stage recreated, and then just the gameplay, the, the, the colorful style, the graffiti style, like I've said just last week when we were talking about it before, it almost has that Street Fighter III Third Strike feeling, that urban feel to it. I don't know how to say it. But then watching Guile and his crazy moves, he has that move where he puts out like a some kind of electric ball, and then when he throws a sonic boom, it goes, it just like resonates and just a whole string of them. What's that about? Seeing his super combos, ridiculous. I can't wait to barely be able to pull that off against the computer. Capcom never disappoints with Street Fighter, especially in the past few entries. So I'm excited for this, too. I can't wait for more character trailers to see more of their cool abilities and how they evolve what that character is. Like, it looked like he had a counter super because he parried that one and then went into the double somersault. Ridiculous. I got so excited. It was the perfect way for me to kick off that presentation. I was like, yes, more of this. More. Give me even more. Uh, talk about talk to the people afterwards. Give me another trailer. Jeepers. Trust me, it was tempting. You know, I like Street Fighter. I, I used to love the fighters, but I fell out because I get too crazy. But, man, coming back to this Street Fighter does just tempt me, man. It tempts me because it looks really good. It looks solid. It's continuing the storylines. They're a lot, you know, they're older. They're finally getting on with their lives. Yeah, guy um, looks so cool with his facial uh, hair, just like an older dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and I, I'm not the one who told, said this, but I heard somebody else mention it, and then they showcased it, and I don't remember where it was. I'm so sorry. I can't remember, but, like, Chun-Li has new moves now because she's trained and, you know, actually advanced her abilities, and that's just awesome. That's awesome. To, like, take the story and be like, all right, we're finally pushing forward with it. 
these characters have been through some stuff. They've done some things. And now they're, you know, getting better and better. And you're getting more, you know, fighting moves at your disposal. And that's kind of the feeling that I got when we when they finally did Street Fighter 3. Like, they had new supers. Ken was more this kind of a fighter. Ryu was more of this kind of a fighter. It's like felt like they were evolving. So if they do that again here, like the next version of Street Fighter 3... They're kind of getting older and moving along. That'd be awesome. Yeah, sounds really cool. I just got to get over getting so mad so easily about fighting games so I can pick this one up. Just turn that difficulty down. It's just a fighting game. Right Who down, cares? Yeah, turn that down to game. easy. I don't care. Just have some Nobody fun and cares. beat some faces, you know? Yeah, get get the stories down, have a lot of fun with it, right? Exactly. Now, of course, I'm going to stick to fun here because this game I'm never going to play, but I want to stick to the fun, and that's Goat Simulator 3. <laughs> It was <laughs> totally hid behind that old uh, the the uh, was it Dead Rising game was it is it Dead Rising Dead Island no. Dead Island that's the one yes because- that came out years ago it never came out and completely died on the vine. I couldn't believe that because he went, hey, we're on the beach. Here's a sequel to a game that's very mm-hmm. impressive, and it showed the guy on the beach. I literally said aloud to nobody, just to my phone, I don't care about Dead Island 2. And then it's not that. It's Goat Simulator 3. Yeah. They made fun of themselves. Yeah. Now, a game that's dead, a game they failed on, a game that just is never going to happen. They retook, They just took that whole really fun, cool uh, preview they had for it originally back in the day and then just tricked everybody. Mm. Everybody's just like, what the hell's going on? Why are they reshot? They're doing this? Seriously? They're going to redo this? And then, nope, ghosts coming in, blowing things up, flying around, pooping on the ground, going, and I went, nice. Yeah. I appreciate this. This is fun. This is a good time. This is worth a good chuckle. I'm never playing Ghost Simulator, but to all those out there who got surprised, had a good time, I can appreciate that 100%. Absolutely. And speaking of trailers that you looked at and went, man, that's a good time. That looks like fun. Maybe I'll never play this game. I got a two-pack for you. You might know where I'm going with this. The two-pack of games from the Genshin Impact people. What is it? Honkai Star Rail and Zenless Zone Zero. Mm-hmm. Beautiful anime One's like a, a mecha type of future. One is like far sci-fi, going through planets and starships and stuff. And I was watching it and going, man, that looks so good. It looks so like up my alley. I love any kind of sci-fi. So both in kind of going in different directions. One's more action-based. One is he didn't even really go into it. But they looked so beautiful and stylish and cool and anime characters and doing all the things. And went, man, I need to keep an eye on those games. Hopefully, when they come out, whenever that happens, they'll be more streamlined than Genshin Impact because I tried to play that and it was menus ahoy and I couldn't deal with it. But if if at least one of these is more like just a straight-up action game or more like a JRPG, just straight line going through the stuff, I'll be really excited for it because those trailers looked gorgeous. Looked awesome. Yeah. They definitely looked awesome. I knew immediately what it was, though, just because I have played a good, I don't know, eight, nine hours worth of Genshin Impact. And then I'm just, of course, through watching anime and everything else I do, I see so many commercials all the time. Yeah. So I immediately went, oh, that's, that's Genshin. Oh, man, darn it. Now yeah, that looks really cool, but I'm probably never going to touch it. Okay. So I kind of just missed it, even though it did look really cool. And a game, speaking of I want to be cool, but I'm kind of dismissive, is that Soul Hackers 2 or whatever that game was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think it's by the folks who you know do the Shin. It's in the Shin Megami Tensei kind of world. Yeah, it is. And it has promise, but I've just recently been, of course, trying to play through the latest Shimagame for the Switch, and it, you know it's hard. It's it's kind of grindy, and it's it's definitely that. 
And I'm like, you know, I, I like this in certain spurts. Like I feel I feel in that grindy mood sometimes. But as I as I always say, as I'm getting older, I'm just like, ah, I don't really want to sit here for 10 hours just grinding so I can get to the boss and beat him and get to the next spot. This screams that. And so I'm kind of like, man, I'm, I'm holding back, Matt. I'm like, I want to like this game and I want to get on board. I love, I love the anime style thing going on. I love, obviously, I love the universe itself. But I'm like, this just screams like it's going to be way more in the Shin Megami Tensei world than it is in the Persona world. And I'm not about that. I just want to, I want to have a good time. I'm not trying to be all crazy in here. So I want to love it, but I don't know. I'm 100% in the same boat with you. This is one I've, I mean, obviously they announced it a while ago persona site and stuff and yeah. it has been showing it off and i'm like i'm, I'm watching it from a distance because i want to see like an english review and hear about the combat the difficulty all that stuff because i love that world i love those demons i love tinkering around and making a team and, and fighting with my team of demons and fusing them and doing all the stuff but i don't like grinding and just smashing my head against the wall so i'm hoping this is kind of that mid-ground between super hard shimigami tensei and, I mean, it, I, I have a 100% feeling that it's not going to be anything like Persona, like no social links or no, any of that No, I don't stuff. think it'll be anything. But if it's at least difficulty-wise in the mid-ground between them, mm-hmm. it could be really cool. Like, I've watched some of a playthrough of the original Soul Hackers, like back on the Saturn or whatever it was. And it's a cool story about people going into a VR world and then demons are invading them. So you have to go into the VR world and become this other person and all these other things. That has promise. It sounds really cool, and I love techno future type of stuff like this so i'm hoping that this is could be something we can play and talk about and have some fun with but i have a feeling it's going to lean a little bit too hard the other way and that's what i was worried about too that's going to go one uh, more shimigami tensei style and that sucks because i want to play it but maybe i'll be proven wrong and like you said it'll be on the easier side and it'll be that perfect middle ground and it'll be a great game but that's definitely one i want to pay attention to and keep a look on now, I have another one that I'm cautiously unoptimistic about, but I'm going to go with stuff that I'm more hopeful for. I'm going all to go right. with American Arcadia. That's the, the game where it's all about a world that's 100% on TV all the time, and it's all controlled by some corporation in the background or something, and you, your character, somehow breaks free and is trying to escape. And it just, just the idea, just, I mean, that trailer they showed off, it was like, here's the world first. And I went, oh, I love this. I, I know something bad's going to go on here, but I love this world. And then they went, and you are trying to get out of it. And some, someone's trying to help you get out. And then they would show just a tiny, tiny smidgens of gameplay of you running and jumping. And it put me in mind of the Artful Escape, running across that big building piece and then jumping off to the other building. And it put me in mind of that scene in that where you're escaping that city and you're just running and all this kind of crazy stuff's happening to you and around you as you're going. It was everything that I love. A weird society and it's all clean and now you got to break from it and something bad's going on. I don't know. I'm excited for this one. I don't know much about it other than just what we saw, but I'm hoping this is really cool. Yeah, not up my alley, but I definitely got the uh, the We Happy Few Truman story type yeah, yeah. vibe going from it. Yeah, it was that was cool looking, but it's not something I'll play. I'll tell you though, Matt, one that is up my alley, and I was totally down about. And you know what I'm gonna say? I've been waiting for this. Metal, Matt Hellsinger. 
Oh, this is no, not, not what not I thought one. you were going to oh, talk about. It's not the one. No. <laughs> well, there's there's another one you're probably waiting for, uh-huh. but uh, I'm way more cautious about that one, which I'll mention. Will probably be one of my last ones, actually. Okay. Uh, but this one, Metal Hellsinger, it's a music rhythm first pace shooter with all sorts of just metal bands. I mean, you name a metal band, and they're probably in this freaking title. And before I'd heard about this title ter- in a tertiary way, and I just dismissed it. I was like, whatever, okay. And then today they showed the gameplay with, of course, all the artists playing and some renditions of different songs as it was going through. And I went, oh, my God, it has that Quake vibe, just, like, updated. And, of course, like I said, oh, the Arch Enemy in there, Lamb of God. I saw, of course, uh, your favorite system, system of, of the a Down, down. guys in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, they used to be really cool, but they, they annoyed me later on in life. So, you know, it's a, it's a mixed bag with those guys. And there was just a ton of them, tons of them, all sorts of really cool uh, uh, bands and everything going on there. So the music, fantastic. And, of course, being a first-person shooter, I'm down about that. And of course, it being demons and all sorts of other hellscape-like things, yes, I'm on board. For me, I was like, there's nothing that uh, I don't like about this game. I'm thinking I should probably play this game. I think you should definitely play this game. But have you got rhythm? Can you shoot him to the beat? I don't know about that one, Eric. I can. I got rhythm. I do nothing but sing and pow, pow, dance around. Just because I'm jerky and whatnot doesn't mean I don't got rhythm. I know (laughs) I know where the beats are. My body just can't do it. My fingers (laughs) In theory, I'm the best at this game because I know what button I'm supposed to push, but my fingers just don't do the button push. My fingers will do the work, okay? My body, my (laughs) hips can't move. But my freaking thumbs and my fingers can okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it in the American Arcadia style, more indie type of stuff. Because before that, just a little bit before that, was High Water, kind of a post-apocalyptic game, kind of where you're set in a water world. Something's happened. All the oceans have risen, and it was just a theme trailer. Here's the world that you're in, and then just a, a moody kind of song over top of it. No real gameplay other than just steering the boat and doing the stuff. But it's it got me excited for that world. I want to know what's going on in there. I want to know what what are you trying to do? Because you can't reverse something like that. Are you just trying to go get by? Are you trying to save somebody? What's going on? Well, I'm I'm interested to hear more. They said it was going to be an adventure strategy type of game. I'm not sure what that really entails. Obviously, adventure you're going around and doing stuff. But I mean, we saw we saw like some guards, some combat units. So I don't know what form that's going to take. I'm interested in seeing more because we talked about last week and then a couple things here. That world has me interested. What's going on there? What's happening in it? Mm-hmm. I saw that one. It looked pretty cool. But once again, not up my alley per se, but maybe because I did like, I love the water world vibe. I did like you on your little lifeboat just kind of cruising around. And, and then it was like, it was really neat too because instead of just being complete dystopia, nothing's there anymore. They showcase like that, that armored guard with the, a world for peace and something or rather. So it looks like somebody's trying to rebuild some kind of structure and system and you're just kind of circumventing it and doing whatever the hell it is you're doing in that game. So a little bit of mystery. Maybe it will be something I look at in the future. But a game, man, and this might be the one you're talking about. It probably is. The game that I'm so mixed on and I cried about this last time mm-hmm. was freaking Nightingale. Oh, this is okay. not it either. It's you not it either. Oh, my God. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. We saw Nightingale at some other event, and I, we talked about this already. It goes into the Fey world. I love the Fey world. I there's no, almost no games that ever go into this world. 
No books, no games, no nothing. It's just like this completely unused territory, and it makes no sense to me because there's so many stupid, crazy, mythical creatures that you could use and, and, and things you could do. It's it's insane. Nightingale goes into that world, but it's a survival-type game, and I don't like those types of games. But watching this trailer, they had like some fun combat and some adventure-type ty- you know, type stuff going on. But then they mixed it like, oh, but then you also have to make sure you get the resources you need and this and that and that. And I went, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to experience this game and these creatures and in the world that I'm in and have a good time. I'm so torn. It's so disappointing to me because I don't want it to be a survival game. I just want it to be a really fun adventure, open world game. And it looks like it wants to, of course, mix both of those things together. And I'm like, God, I want this game. I want to love this game. But I can already tell it's going to be like a Hades. I want to love this game. I should love this game. And I'm not going to. And I'm sad and I won't think about it. Well, I'm going to pull an Eric and say, it's not for me because I'm not interested in like Tinkerbell and Fairy Dust and things like I that. I know. But, but we did talk about a different one that was like survival and crafting in a Fae type world. That I mean, overall, it sounds interesting. But like you said, I'm not a survival crafting guy. Another a game also that was shown off that I'm torn on is One Piece Odyssey. Because I watched a bunch of One Piece, not like when it first started, but starting from the beginning. And I loved it. It's a fun adventure with crazy characters doing goofy stuff and then getting into like really emotional situations and fighting bad guys and overcoming them. A typical shonen type of anime. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like on episode 3 million and it's totally off the rails and it's the manga is actually going to end like in a few yeah. months or something. They're taking a break. I heard, I saw that. They're going to take yeah. a break and then do the final, uh, you know, final saga thing. or whatever. Yeah. But One Piece is one of those legendary animes. And it's got some games, but they're all like fighting games. They're all like brawly type of games. And they've never been up my alley. And I went, well, a One Piece game, it's probably going to be the same thing. And then Jeff Keighley's very last thing he said before he threw to the trailer was like, check out this new JRPG. And I went, oh, well, what? My ear extended three sizes. And I went, what's going on with that? And I watched the gameplay of it, or what little gameplay there was. I watched the trailer. And mm-hmm. it looked cool. It put me in the mind of Tales, though. And you know sometimes Tales are a fall asleep game. But maybe this will be enough to get me into some One Piece. Obviously, it's a later arc because all the other characters that I am not really familiar with are in it. But One Piece is a fun show about a collaboration of characters having wacky adventures and doing crazy things. So if they could make that into an entertaining JRPG, I might have to get this. I'm going to wait for some reviews and see some gameplay, obviously, but it tickled my fancy. It piqued my interest. Yep. You said it right, man. JRPG, I went, uh, yes, I'm aboard. One Piece, I've never watched One Piece, but I've watched a ton of anime, so I'm like, well, that's also got me on board. Maybe I'll even go watch One Piece so I can kind of get a, a back history with this particular title. And, of course, hearing all those yahoos as I was watching this go, oh, JRPG, turn-based, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, went, I went, yep, that makes me want to play this even more mm-hmm. to support it and to support them and keep the turn-based world alive so you can all go screw off and go to hell. Okay? That's what I say to y'all. You can go to hell. <laughs> now, I don't know. I'm probably not going to hit on what you want, Matt, because the last one for me – that I was going to mention was Warhammer. Okay. Dark Tide. You're not going to touch it, so that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to touch it. I'm saved from yelling good. at you again. <laughs> good. Perfect. For me, it was Warhammer Dark Tide. 
And I don't know what to think because I, I don't typically play Warhammer games. It's not, not usually up my alley. But this really cool, once again, ogres, monsters, first person shooting, knifing, going crazy. I was like, this looks amazing. This looks like a ton of fun going on this first person just shooting crazy adventure with all these mythical creatures and things happening. What's not to like about this? But of course, I've seen the history of Warhammer. I've seen games come out that were just complete garbage. Games come out that were completely awesome. Stuff that I, I'm not interested at all that comes out. You know, the tactical stuff. And so I'm completely in the, uh, I don't know. Is this game going to be good, or did they just show a really cool part that made me think it's going to be good? I don't know what to think about this game. Well, I, w- I will try to put your mind at ease a little bit, because they said this is in the vein of the Vermintide games, which are kind of like Left for Dead, but in that kind of world. So horde-based, shooting, all kinds of crazy abilities. I think in Vermintide 2, you had really cool skill trees. I remember us talking about that on IG2G at some point. But this was one, when he said that, I went, oh, it's an update to kind of Vermintide. I want to watch this. And then immediately I got busy. So I got, I watched three seconds of this. I'm going to have to watch it later today or whenever to kind of get a a better feel for it. But it's piqued my interest too. And if it's co-op like Vermintide is, it's something we could do. But then that, that was a game you're torn on. Here's a game I don't really know much about, but it does pique my interest because it's the sequel, apparently, I don't know if it's story-wise or just theme-wise, to a game I remember renting from the library and playing on my Super Nintendo, and for some reason I have the most fond memories of that game. It's Flashback 2. I loved the original Flashback. Like I've rented it a few times, I never owned it, and I damn sure never beat it. But there's something about that game, especially just on Super Nintendo, that I absolutely loved. You know, pulling out the gun and rolling and like that that rotoscoped animation and having to be really precise. It was kind of like a puzzle platformer before puzzle platformers existed as like a genre. I just have such fond memories of Flashback. Obviously, they remade it a few years ago, and everyone said it was just the absolute worst, so I never played that one. Hopefully, this will be more in the vein of the old one. Somehow, I don't know how you could do it. There was basically nothing you could even distinguish from the trailer. It was just all a bunch of stuff whooshing in front of the camera that I, at least that I remember. But I'm excited to see what this is. Is it like a cell shaded type of thing? Is it more back to the old school? Is it remade? What is it? I don't know. But I love the original on Super Nintendo again. So what is this? I don't know. I, I don't have anything to do with flashback, but. As he said it, as the Flashback 2 came up, I went, oh, I've heard of that game, just never played it. Mm -hmm. Wow, maybe it'll be cool. I don't know. Like you said, I have no flipping clue. I'll definitely pay attention, though, because if it's fun, it's fun. What the hell, right? But, of course, I have nothing else, Matt, from this list that I'm going to mention today. So if you got something else, you can throw it out there because... I don't have anything else from that presentation. There was a ton of cool stuff I recommend everybody... Was there another presentation? Go and see it, but yes, there was another presentation my favorite presentation of every year there was the devolver digital countdown to marketing or whatever they called it devolver marketing countdown to marketing i remember it was in there twice devolver went all in on this one they got what got me so excited was we saw the trailer like a few days ago and at the end suda 51 was there why is he there i don't know he didn't even show off a game that he's doing i assumed at the end he would show off like deadly premonition 3 or some crazy thing that he did he didn't, but watching the Devolver team go all out, the production value, getting all kinds of actresses and actors to do all kinds of crazy stuff, it was a wonderful time. 
and I have two things I'm very excited about from this show. And one of them is a game I shouldn't be excited about, and it's Skate Story. I don't care about skateboarding. I don't care about going outside and falling down and breaking my arm. But something about this trailer. It's like you're a demon made of glass. And pain. And they only showed that like at the very end where he totally biffed a jump or whatever or a landing and he shattered all over the ground. And I went, oh, that's awesome. But the thing that sold me, again, was the theme and the music Mm -hmm. throughout this whole trailer. It put me in the mind of Katamari Damacy. That's, that's what my brain connected with. And I was like, I'm just chilling out and skating around. And even if I fall and break and shatter into a million pieces, I'm just going to hit restart or retry and then be just kind of in that flow state of with this music just grooving and jumping and skating and grinding and doing the things. I don't know why, but this just – I was like, holy crap, I can't believe this. Yeah, I, I don't care anything about skateboarding, period, at all. But I was in the same boat. I was enthralled. The music I was vibing with, I was bumping with, and it reminded me of Marble Madness. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to go down this course and do this thing. And, of course, like they said, you're made out of, you're a demon made out of glass and pain. And, of course, uh, pain, there's a story behind that, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, we're going to learn more about why this happened to this individual, why this, our demon became a demon or whatever, you know. And then, of course, like you said, the whole glass part of just any mistake you make, shattered just destroyed and you got to redo everything and and that just reminds me of hell you know just this this hellish escape of just repetition and just never quite being able to get there and just oh it was good it kind of puts me in that orpheus and eurydice type of thing what is he going to try and do where is he going mm-hmm. is he just getting out of hell is he trying to get to somebody and this is like his punishment like if you can make it all the way there with all these failures and all this shattering yourself into nothing in between I don't know. Maybe there's no story. Maybe it's not that deep, but you saying it right now just put me in that okay. in that vein of mm-hmm. like, what's he going through? What's what's at the end of this? Mm-hmm. What's the reason behind all this? You know, and then like you said, the music, man, just the music was so good. Yeah, and I, I, they even named the band of Vultures, something Vultures or something like that. Something like that. Uh, you know, I forget the whole name, but you know, just having a cool band, just playing all sorts of different riffs for this game. Totally on board. Totally sold. But then the other game that came right before that, I underlined this one, but this one that came up before the one we just talked about, I underlined it three times and I put a star next to it. It's the Plucky Squire. Mm -hmm. And this is a storybook RPG or some kind of cross of all these genres because it looks like a side-scrolling like Zelda RPG. You're going across a book, you're a book character, and you're going across the pages, and then they start showing like weird mini games. On this page, you're in like a punch-out type of battle. And I was like, this is so cool. You're going to go from page to page experiencing different adventures. And then only halfway through the trailer, you get to the end of the book, and it jumps out of the book. And now he's 3D in the real world. And I went, that's so awesome. You're going to go all around this room and have adventures. But then he also popped into the other objects in the room and was having like a, there was like a more horizontal shooting adventures. thing mm-hmm. across like a, the rim of a cup. It was ridiculous. I can't wait for this. Yeah, that game totally surprised me. I was I was as I was watching like the cartoony 2D stuff. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. It's gonna have a lot of Nintendo gimmicky games that you're playing while you're just going on this cool little adventure inside of a book. And then it popped out. And I went, oh, my gosh, wow. And it looked just as gorgeous as it did as they were trying to do the trail into the book mm-hmm. to show you the world. And I went, oh, okay, this is this is it. This is a game that definitely deserves to be played. Wow. 
what are, what are you doing, Devolver? Because you already had me, of course, with Cult of the Lamb up in the beginning. And then you show these two. I was just, I'm like, Devolver, God, I love you. I love you, Devolver. And it was so good, too, because obviously we know all about Cult of the Lamb. That mm-hmm. was first. And I was like, okay, cool. It's got a release date. And we did see a lot more gameplay of it. And then they did Angerfoot, which I, I was also kind of busy, so I couldn't get a real feel for. And then they showed Card Shark, and I went, that's cool. And I, I was expecting, like I went and grabbed some water, and I went, man, I'm going to have to have a talk with Eric about this presentation and be like, man, this would be so cool for people who aren't us who look at releases all the time and know about Card Shark or have seen Cult of the Lamb and all this other stuff. And then they hit us with the Plucky Squire and Skate Story, and I went, you set me up. You like fainted. Oh, we're just going to jab you. And then you uppercutted me right in the face and I fell over. So many good things. Yeah. And then to top it off, man, they gave such a good story and their stupid yes. antics. Like when when they went to the never ending story, uh-huh. I was laughing. I couldn't. I was just, I was beside myself. That was the, the, the tits right there, man. That was just, that was it. I couldn't. I was down here just laughing, having a good time. This is the last loot box from my world. <laughs> Beautiful. Even before that, when they were like jumping in and out of reality as the t- singularity took hold, and like mm-hmm. they tried to warn you, and then k- k- faded out, and it was all black and white, and then like the little spurts, and they kept coming in in different costumes and different realities. Yes, and Princess Peach, I was wrong. Oh, it was so good. It was up that twisted sci-fi type of alley. And I, I, when we got done with this, I thought to myself, thank God for Devolver Digital. Like, thank God there's a company out there that will put this much effort and this much production value into just, we're just showing you some trailers. Because it could be like, I mean, Summer Game Fest was fun, but it's just Jeff Keighley going, hey, check it out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a trailer. So many other trailer showcases are just, hello, I am paid influencer and here is a trailer. Ha ha, I love games. This was just, these guys are amazing. I love these guys so much. I can't agree with you more. Just everything about it is so good. You know, the the peeps out there, they say, oh, it's kind of getting old sometimes or this, that. And for me, it's just not. No. Like, I, I feel like every year they bring something, some new fun spin, something new or cool, and they get me every time. I'll admit, there's times where there's moments where I go, all right, well, I remember this last year. All right. Yeah, okay. But then they always give me something fresh. They always give me something new and their little stupidity and just craziness. And they did it again this year. Well, I mean, last year's presentation or whenever the last one they did was, it was pretty low key. It was kind of them, you know, being like, here's an office presentation type of stuff. But they had different things in each little scenario that you could pick Mm -hmm. out. And that's a little crazy. But they didn't go overboard like this. If they did this all the time, like multiple times a year, I could see people going, okay, it's just, it's too crazy. But this was just like the perfect, just bam, we're going nuts right now. And I don't know, this is 100% up my alley. Devolver Digital did such a good job. I love the presentation as a whole, the games they had. And like you said, we already listed them all. Fantastic. And then like you said, there's the Plucky Squire and the freaking Skate Story. Never would have thought in the world I was going to play these games. And now these are two titles that I'm totally like, yeah, I got to check this out. Along with Cult of Lamb, which I've already talked about before, I want to play and check out. So... It's just, how am I supposed to afford this, you know? 
I gotta go. Th- I gotta go down some kind of weird time dimensional paradox thing and make money somehow with the uh, tertiary me, so that way I can do all this. Don't make my phone hear me say CSL Plasma again. It already shows me those ads on every YouTube video. <laughs> it's never gonna stop. <laughs> stop asking me the questions, Eric. You know where the money's at. <sighs> it's at the CSL Plasma. Oh. Get on down there. Donate your plasma. Do-do-do. Yeah. But I want to throw a shout out because we're, we're wrapping up the, the two press conferences, the reveals and things. We're going into the just, it's 300 celebration type of stuff. We did it, man. I want to throw a shout out to two of the people who keep us from having to go to CL Cell Plasma to keep the show running. And that's two of our patrons who did send through some awesome feedback for our 300th episode. I'm going to read them verbatim here on the air and your patrons so you don't get a funny voice because I respect you and I appreciate you. You don't get a weird, like, a Joe Zoe's type of voice. So first off, from our patron, SLBSRD, she says, Have listened to every episode and support the podcast on Patreon. Keep up the great episodes. Congratulations on reaching episode 300. Thank you very much. That's Thank very you. nice. You know, we did it. We made it. Not dead yet. And then a special shout-out goes to our other oldest patron ever and continuing patron who supports us every single month, our buddy Steve Cadwallader, because he sent us a beautiful email with an audio file attachment. He did send it to us. You just didn't listen to it, Eric. Unless you did. You didn't. Look at just frowny face. Don't worry. I don't worry. even have the information. I don't even have the password to get on the freaking our stuff. What are you talking I about? I forwarded it to, you, to your personal email, you doofus. You just got to read it. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Personal email? (laughs) (laughs) But he writes first, and then the audio will come later. I might throw it towards the end of the episode, or I might throw it here. We'll see what happens. But he writes to us, Eric and Matt, you know you're both the greatest men that ever lived. Your podcast brings joy to my life every week, and I can't thank you enough for it. Here's a little clip, which Eric apparently ignored. What a jerk. He's not the greatest man who's ever lived. It's just me. Just Matt. But he says, hope you enjoy. Five stars, Steve. And if you listen to the clip, which you listeners will shortly hereafter, oh, I'll hear it. He goes above and beyond. So certain other people, like <clears throat> my buddy Howard, who completely failed and didn't send anything in. Yes, I'm roasting you on the air, just like you said that I should, Howard. You you asked for this. You failed, but Steve went above and beyond, like to the moon. You won't be able to believe it when you hear it, Eric. I'm telling you. Oh, I'll listen to it tonight for sure. Like I said, you know, I don't, I don't know what emails are, Matt. Things are hard. I don't have passwords to our sites. I can't even go check Spotify for the five-star ratings because I don't know what Third Shift stuff is over there. I only know Eric's stuff over there. I don't know Third Shifts. I'm a lot. I'm a, That's the beauty of it. I didn't set up a Third Shift over there. It just stole from all of our other podcasts. Yeah, it so just I, took from I all the different it. areas. Yeah. So it's like, what, are the, what do those five-stars mean on Spotify? Where are they going? We don't even have a, a thing over there, I don't think so. But speaking of... Five stars, Mr. Eric. What? Maybe they sent this in in celebration of our 300th episode. We got another five-star review on Apple Podcasts from our friend Some Web Pixels, who writes, Best Gaming Podcast. These guys are awesome. They're down-to-earth and yet hilarious. I feel like they cover current games with a better perspective than any other gaming podcast out there. Five stars easy. How does that not make your day, Eric? Be happy. Look at that. 300th episode. We got a five-star review. We got all kinds of good stuff raining down on our faces. Man, we got several patrons just there for us forever. Always have been wonderful. Five stars coming down. It is a good day. 
It's a great day. It's a great year. It's been years and years for the 300, man. I mean, he's, he's, we just keep going. Despite the obstacles, despite it all, we stand here doing it. And I'd be remiss. You mentioned our great patrons. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that our friend Ryan Peterson over on Patreon upped his contribution from a dollar a month to three dollars thank you ryan we definitely appreciate that thank you i hope you enjoy the what you play in third shift that you now have access to and then our friend joe desano he's back for five dollars a month i hope you enjoy the what you play in and the shifter monthly topic Woo! each month see you were sad to it start so the podcast nice. don't be sad look at all the great stuff that's happening to us well i wasn't sad though but don't be mistaken i wasn't sad because of the show no 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 i, know I was what sad mean. about other stuff but i don't know I'm, I'm great i'm doing great you know thank you joe thank you peterson oh my gosh in fact i gotta talk to peterson yes you do <laughs> I might be reaching out to you in real life here very shortly because of some other stuff we want to do in the future for the show. So there you go. It's fantastic. It's a great day. It is. God bless. It is absolutely a great day. And we're running long on time, so there's not much else to do or else to talk about unless you want to go into anything, Eric. But Oh, I was just going to say, I reached out, folks. I tried. I've got to say it for the show. I tried to get Randy Pitchford. All right, because the listeners need to know, man. I wasn't just a hundred percent being lazy, not trying to do nothing. Okay, I did my best. I begged. I did all sorts of stuff to get Randy on here, and they were not having it. All right, so just want to let you know, I did make an attempt, and it was rebuted. It was rebuked, whatever you want to call it, and it was thrown in the trash can. They do not love me. I can't. I can't make it. I can't make it any other way. That's just the way it is. Y'all out there listening, we love you to death. Y'all need to make us bigger. You got to get these people on board because apparently they care about money, and they need us to be big. We got to have bajillions of listeners and followers. We got to have all the ads. We got to be out there going. And here's a word from our sponsor. Do you like chips, folks? You know we got to be doing that. And we got to talk about this sponsorship that me and Matt have been secretly doing about chips. So, you want to know what that is? <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> so Third Just Shift say. is now the fully full-on blast, full disclosure podcast. We talked about the Bullet Storm shirts in the last episode. <laughs> now we're, now now we're, we're saying about we tried and they said, go away from us. We don't like Leave you. us alone. Stop talking to us. <laughs> So I, I just, I just redid that. the banner and everything. Gearbox is still on there. Don't make me go back and get that off of there. Come on now. <laughs> oh, we'll bring them into the fold. We just need money and fame because that's what they like. So we'll get there. <laughs> well, hey, I have updated the Twitch. You know, I'm, I'm an emote now. I can, when I go yeah. on, I can be like, hey, and put up a little, my little emote of me doing the hang loose sign. It's gonna be great. It'll mm-hmm. be good. We'll get there. I always said it. I've said it since day one, man. Through attrition, we will become the best there is. Because I can outlast anybody. Anybody. I'll be here when everyone else is dead, decrepit, gone, World War III's taking them all. I won't be dead. You ain't taking me. And I'll make sure you stick around because I need you. <laughs> if you ain't here, Damn this it. show's not happening. So. Damn it. I was just going to say, yeah, you, you'll probably outlast me, dude. No, no, you're going to stay. Nope. Oh, man. I'm going to drag you with me. Oh, that's, that's how it's got to go. Big yellow truck will just pull up, smash in the front of the house. Get in, loser. You're coming to <laughs> my in, bunker. stupid. I don't really yep. want Ah, Off I go. Yep. You got to do the podcast in the bunker You're going to do me. the podcast. You got to do the editing. Crap. That's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> Forever? Yep, forever. <laughs> Till the day you die. Oh, I just want to die. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> There's no way to close out that show other than saying thank you, listeners. 
you're here. Your support means everything to us. Obviously, the patrons. Your support is even more meaningful because it allows us to keep doing what we do. You guys help us pay for the upgrades to any of the equipment, to the show, the emotes that I commissioned. Oh, man, it's so cool. You guys are the best. All of you guys who stick with us, we appreciate you. Because we started off as a crew of four, and two went by the wayside. But we're still here, hanging out with you. You still being here with us means the world to us. I'm just saying. Not a lot of people in the real life listen to our show. Even our friends and family, lots of them don't. So you guys out there who do listen and appreciate us with your ear holes, you mean the world to us. Indeed you do. We talk about it all the time. Seriously appreciate you. Even though sometimes I threaten to kill you and stuff. I, I probably won't. I probably won't. Just saying. It's out of love. I'm going to kill you because yeah. I love you so much. Because I love you so much. We've heard that before. That's no, we got to stop. Anyway, hey, you guys, you can listen to episode 301. <laughs> 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 we'll be dropping next week where we're talking all about, hey, that game that's just going to get released. There's another game that's going to release that day, too. So, surprise, mm-hmm. those will probably be the releases that week. But you can listen to that on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Poppy, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And you can enjoy. The new logo, the 300th logo. We're the golden boys going forward, Ooh, shooting straight yeah, to right. the moon. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, if you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, and I just want to reiterate that clean and mean brand new gold insignia. Woo! It's nice. It's nice, boys and girls. It feels good. It feels right. And of course, speaking of gold, go on over to that Patreon. Throw us some gold. Throw us all that gold. Big, 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 big bucks. Boop, boop. Make it rain. You know, that's how we do it around here. We got that Piggly Wiggly waiting for us at that one million marker. Steve, I know you're promising. Someday when you make it big, you're going to do it. And we're going to open up that Food Lion slash Piggly Wiggly because Food Lion abandoned us, Matt. Slash food Giant Eagle. Abandoned us. Giant Eagle is also a, an animal-based <laughs> grocery store. We got to get a Giant Eagle right. going, too. <laughs> Fine. What Some kind of p- pig... Lion, eagle, some kind of animal, freaking. It's a chimera. We're going to open the chimera. That's what it's going to be. The chimera. That's actually a wonderful idea. We'll open a brand new food store chain just called the chimera. Everyone's coming because they're going to think there's like drugs and guns in there or something. Because that just sounds like crazy and scary. You know what I mean? And also it'll be as Jif peanut butter, not the poison kind that everybody's recalled, you know? Either that or no one will come. Because if you say the word chimera to any of the people like that we work with, they'll go, huh? Like a camera? What, is this a camera that? store? What's a chimera? <laughs> oh, you're right. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. You just brought me out of the mode. Damn it, man. You, you did it. I brought you down. You were up. We're down. It's a roller coaster. Down, it's up. Every it's episode's a roller coaster here on Third Shift. Woo. Come on now. But man, I, I thank everyone so much for that five star review for the do- the you know the, the tips as we call them on the patrons. If you got the money, the the means, that's awesome. Thank you. If you don't, those five star ratings they boost us up too. Everything you guys know the rigmarole right now. We appreciate it all, and thank you so very much for. Having us around for 300 episodes. Here's to 300 more, I say. Absolutely. And there's no better way to close out the episode after we hit our catchphrase than saying, take it away, Steve. So stick around for our best buddy, Steve Cadwallader, doing his thing, showing his appreciation, showing his love. But until that time, until he gets to say that thing that I'm going to drop in here, there's nothing else to say. But don't, don't forget, forget to save. To save.
Aether Shift, Steve Cadwalder, wishing you guys a wonderful 300th episode. Um, I've been listening ever since the beginning and continue to love your episodes every week. Um, really appreciate everything you guys do uh, for this podcast. Um, I have been abandoned, though, out on Conjecture Land since maybe episode 160-something. I kind of lost track anymore. So I don't know if you guys got stuck out on Realism Rock or what happened to your canoe, but you guys got to come back out here. I miss you out on Conjecture Land. Got to get some more of those going. Um, wishing you guys all the best. I uh, hope you continue to collect those uh, five stars that you guys so richly deserve. Um, I wish I could, you know, rate multiple times for you for the uh, on the podcasts, but um, it seems to be limited. I can only do it once. So what I can do, though, in the meantime, is tell you guys 300 times that you deserve five stars. So five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Okay, I'm only halfway. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars. Five stars, 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 five stars.
There you guys go. You deserve that many and more. Um, probably owe you some more for IG2G and all the Patreon episodes, but I think we'll just go with those uh, 300. I think I'm I think I'm good there. So yeah, hope you guys keep going. Uh, my conjecture is you guys keep going many years in the future and continue to love your awesome podcast. Take care, guys. Sit down.